Hi, and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas, and today is part two of our topic, anxiety in dogs and how to take care of these Chen disturbances. And a quick recap, Chen is a spirit, is housed in the fire element in the heart meridian. That's the base of the Shen. And it is disturbed when the heart, there's problems with the heart meridian, like heart yin and heart blood deficiency, or when your liver, hmm, liver cheese stagnation is present and it's affecting the heart. So those are the ways that you can tell that there's anxiety, it's gonna be a Shen disturbance. And we talked about two ways of treating it, one with herbals, Shen Calmer, right here. And then we also talked about some of the acupuncture points that are effective against um, anxiety. So today we're going to continue the topic, but with other products. For example, pheromones. So Feliway is a um, is been proven effective many many studies uh, to reduce signs of stress and when animals are going to visit the vet. And so of course we use it in our clinic. We um, spray ourselves sometimes or towels to have the cats when they come in to visit and we recommend it when you're traveling with your cats to spray the carrier or maybe somewhere inside of the um, car with the Feliway Classic uh, spray. They also come in different formulations, wipes and it comes in colors where you can put it on the cat or it comes in plugins where you can put it in the household. The importance of this is it's a pheromone. A, this one is a facial um, facial pheromone analog, uh, and is just going to produce this sense of well-being, of familiarity, and it calms them down. Oh, it's not a strange place. This is a nice place. So Feliway is for cats, but for dogs, it's called DAP, um, and it's, again, an analog of a pheromone, and you can spray DAP on a towel, or in the bedding of your pet, or if, if it's the 4th of July, I would definitely find a room in the house that is away from doors or windows where um, the noise is a little bit uh, subdued. And then I would spray DAP or buy one of those DAP plugged in, and then I plug it in in that room and let it permeate the whole environment on that room and calm your pet down. Alternatively, you can use essential oils, and some essential oils are toxic, especially to cats, but when it comes to plug-in, here in um, our hospital, we use the chamomile and lavender plug-ins, and that really helps calm the pets when they are in our exam rooms. I think it calms the pet owners too. <laughs> so um, I really like to have that. And uh, so you can use that or DAP. They also buy, uh, sell the collars, the DAP collars. So it's something that you can maybe use and it's totally natural. Another thing that I wanted to show was, oops, right here. I brought this one today to show, and of course the listeners of the podcast cannot see it. But you can Google it. <laughs> it's called the Calmer Canine Anxiety Treatment Device. And it is by the makers of the Assisi Loop. And the Assisi Loop it is an electromagnetic uh, treatment 
It's a magnet treatment, and I use it a lot for osteoarthritis. There are some studies that reveal that treating uh, percut transdermal or percutaneous electromagnetic field therapy will help with, with um, arthritis. So this is a vest. So there is another vest in the market called the Storm Capes, and those use some of the sensory innervation when you kind of hug your pet tight in the chest. It, it sends some sensory information to the brain. You're calm. You're, you're, you're taking care of your, your, um, your soothing. You know, you're being soothed. So this one is similar. It's not a whole vest. It's like a, a mini vest. And, of course, you know, has white hairs because I use it on our rescue Pluto. And it comes with a small Assisi loop. Uh, and of course, our YouTubers viewers are seeing it, but it, it has this this a small Assisi loop, and it comes like a halo on top of the pet. So it's really cute, uh, but it's actually a calming thing. So you can put it for 15 minutes. It runs. You just press it, runs for 15 minutes, and it will uh, calm your pet. Um, they shouldn't be near, you know, any. Um, large metal objects because we're talking about magnet therapy or in a crate they should be in a nice like in their bedding or in your bed or somewhere where uh, it would not interfere with furniture or anything like that somewhere where it's just a calming place um, you know to to use um, so a lot of people have asked me is this safe with microchips because you know usually the insertion of the microchips is there in between the scapulas then interscapular area, and this kind of sits there. Uh, it's like a collar. I mean, I have some, you know, illustrations here for our YouTubers, uh, but of course for you all listening in our podcast, just make sure you go into the Assisi loop um, people, or you can just uh, check Calmer Canine Anxiety Treatment Device, um, and it's great for thunder fireworks, noise fear, you know, traveling, you know, when they're traveling. I think this looks great for when you're traveling with your pet. You put them in the car, you put this on. Uh, I think that is great. They recommend to use this twice daily, 15 minutes apart. And um, they said you will see big results within four to six weeks of using this pro product. Um, again, I just started using it with my dog, so I will uh, keep you posted. But so far, it seems like they, he does sleep better when he does have that treatment. So I'm excited because it's natural. And I'm all about let's use <laughs> non-invasive ways of helping our pets. So now another product I have to show uh, is Vetri Science uh, Laboratories. They have a Composure Pro. And composure supports calm behavior and brain health. Um, and what it has in it is the thiamine, which is vitamin B1, and it has L-tryptophan. L-tryptophan is, remember when you ate, like, the last uh, Thanksgiving, ate a bunch of turkey, and then afterwards you just felt lethargic and you just wanted to sleep or watch TV, like a zombie in front of your TV? Well, 
that same sensation is caused by L-tryptophan. It acts in your brain and it calms your brain, soothes your brain, makes you want to go to sleep or just not do anything. So um, the other thing that it has is their own brand of colostrum. And uh, colostrum has some calming properties. You know, when the mother is nursing the puppies, it's passing on antibodies. It's, it's passing up a lot of growth factors and of course, nutrition in the milk, protein and everything else. But it also, it, it has this uh, feeling of calm. So to calm and soothe those puppies. And there are other products, especially one that comes to mind is Silkeen. They use uh, the alpha casesopin enzymes uh, and they use those uh, to, which are from colostrum to calm the animal, very um, natural way. The other thing that this one is L-theanine, and L-theanine is actually used in people, a lot of natural um, naturopaths and doctors, they recommend L-theanine for people that have serotonin disorders and, um, and they have a depression. This is a good one to use. So that's Composure Pro, which is, again, cheap. It's a treat. Um, you can use it in dogs and cats, um, and then it's just great. It's, it's, it's a good way to, to take care of it. Another thing that we can use is soothing music. So in our uh, dog room where we uh, house our pets for the day, um, day hospitalization or drop-offs, we are constantly playing a music, uh, it's a device, that you can buy is uh, for storms. And actually, you can use any playlist, even probably Spotify has a calming, uh, you know, playlist for dogs. Um, but there are several in the market, and they cater to dogs. Their music that is um, research, you know, there's several uh, waves uh, that stimulate certain waves in your brain and they, there's a match in that they um, synergistically, you, you know, they make those waves, your calming waves when you're relaxed. Um, these music is just giving instructions to your brain to go into that state of relaxation. So that's a really good way of doing that by music. Um, another thing that I like to use that is natural is melatonin. Melatonin is your sleeping hormone, but it's also uh, it's necessary in the feedback of hormones. So I've even used melatonin for ferrets that have adrenal disease, you know, just to help with uh, the feedback, the hormone loop feedback and helping them uh, grow hair and everything else. But for dogs, it can be used for anxiety. Um, the dose is usually pretty high because I used to take melatonin to sleep certain part of my life. Thank God I'm past that. Um, but I used to use melatonin three milligrams and I thought that was a lot. Um, you know, but you can use three milligrams in dogs, any dog under 20 pounds, you can use three milligrams, then 20 to 50 or 60 pounds, you can use, um, six milligrams. And, uh, if you have a really large dog, you can use um, nine 
milligrams, no problem. So I would say I would try melatonin first. That it's something that is a very uh, harmless thing to try, and you can find it in the aisle of your supermarket aisle of vitamins and, and supplements, um, and it's pretty cheap too. Another thing that you can use is Benadryl. Benadryl, I call it my uh, poor people ambient because when I try one, I just go to sleep. And so are many dogs and cats. So the Benadryl dose is pretty high. You will be surprised. It's about one milligram per pound. So let's say one capsule of Benadryl is 25 milligrams. It covers 25 pounds dogs, right? So um, for my Pluto, which is 40 pounds, I can safely do two. It's a little bit more than what he needs. It would be 50 milligrams instead of 40. But um, Benadryl, the good thing is, again, it's harmless. And so it's over-the-counter. It's something that you can have. Let's say you're traveling, you don't have anything. Uh, all of a sudden, your dog's experiencing this anxiety. Then it's something you can go to CVS or, or Walmart and just get it and, and help um, help your pet. The Assisi Loop, again, um, you can use it for traveling. You can take it with you. So that those are things that... If you don't have it, uh, if you don't have a veterinarian, these are things that you can immediately start to do to try to help them. The other thing is, um, of course, drugs. I know I left it for the end because, I mean, I'm hesitant to use them. And the reason is, for example, Prozac. Everybody knows that you can use Prozac for dogs. Um, but the problem that we have a lot of failures with Prozac is if it, the owner just thinks that giving Prozac will cure all ills. Prozac is a tool, and a tool has to be used effectively. The way to use it is with behavior modification. You add the two of them together. You cannot use one and pretend that the dog's going to know everything you want them to do. You have to use it with behavior modification. This cuddling when they're crying for the storms, no, no, no more of that. You're going to distract. You're going to offer something to make them busy, busy, busy. Distract the, the brain. But use Prozac. That's okay. If the problem is so bad, you might need a Prozac. Warning. Prozac does not act immediately. It takes about four weeks. Four weeks. I'm not kidding. For it to be in an effective level at the blood, at the blood level in an effective way and, and doing enough in, into the change changes in the brain pathways. So it takes about four weeks. And of course, you know, then you have to uh, manage to see which dose is enough to take the edge of the anxiety without sedating or changing the behavior because we love our pets. They have their unique um characteristics, their unique personalities, and we don't want to alter the personality too much. We just want to take that edge of anxiety, uh, especially dogs that tend to be aggressive when they're anxious. Definitely, if you have one of those, please, uh, you know, I know we're here, you're listening because you're interested in alternative medicine and natural way of healing, but sometimes we need a little help. So I would use Prozac then. Um, but what happens if you come to me and it's the 3rd of July and you have nothing and you want something and your pet is super anxious? Well, we don't got time to load him with Prozac. One thing that we can use is Alprazolam, Xanax. So Xanax you can use 
about one to three milligrams per, you know, regular dog, like mid-sized dog. So we start pretty high too. A lot of people um, that I know use Xanax and they only use uh, a quarter milligram. And when I give one milligram to their 20 pound dog, they are looking at me like, are you going to OD my dog? <laughs> and it's not that. It's just that the dogs metabolize these drugs different. So some dogs and people are not the same. I know that I often say that dogs are little people with fairy coats, but when it comes to drugs and pharmaceuticals, they're not. They're a little bit different. So um, I think that Prazolam works. Um, in some dogs, it works great. And my dog that I said, I mentioned Pluto, that has anxiety, the one that works is Trazodone. Trazodone is actually very light, uh, a sedative, and um, Trazodone doesn't affect him at all uh, negatively. He's not sedated and unconscious or anything. It just takes the edge. He can rest. He can. He has severe separation anxiety. He was from the meat market in Turin, China, so he's rescued from a really bad situation. And uh, so he's very attached to my daughter and to us. And, uh, you know, he has to have one human on his side all the time or he just goes very destructive. So Trazodone has been a lifesaver for a family. Um, it just, I just give him one Trazodone and he's fine. And if there's a storm or something bad because he's afraid of storms too, uh, then definitely I will up the dose and he takes two Trazodones uh, when that's the situation. But the Trazodone I like because unlike Prozac, which you have to commit to give every day, no fail, in order to reach that level, the Trazodone can be used hodgepodge. You know, today is a good day. There's no storms. We're going to the beach. We don't have foresee any problem. We're going to be with him all day. We don't give it. It's only when he's very anxious or we foreseen that uh, we have to leave the house for a long time and he's not going to have a human around. And then if we cannot take him with us, then we will give him some trazodone and he does very well. So again, uh, he also has that. He has a lot of, I've tried everything, even Shen Calmer. And, and again, everything adds a little bit. So all adds to 100%. But, I mean, some of these things that I've discussed give you 20%, some give you 10%, some give you 5%. So when you add them all up, it should be close to 100%, right? And so that's the situation that I want you to know, that these things are um, deep-seated traumas sometimes, and that the Shen disturbance, if it's caused by a liver cheese stagnation, if it's caused by a heart ying or, you know, heart blood deficiency, we can work with the herbs to address those but it's going to take between three to six months to really go and, and cure that energetic imbalance. But in the meantime, we need to manage the situation, um, you know, because they, they deserve to live a, a fear-free life. Uh, another thing that I wanted to touch on before we close on this topic was the food, because we're talking about the energetics of the um, Chen coming from the fire element, which is hot. You can imagine it's hot. And the signs are yin deficiency, hot, hot ears, uh, thin tongue, really red, weak pulses, very superficial, often weaker on the left, often weaker on the upper jaw. So we're thinking hot, 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 hot. And at least for us living in Florida, environmental chi is uh, the chin chi, the chin chi is the chi of the universe, is hot. So we're adding too much hot to it. 
So we need to cool the animals. So in that way, we can do uh, a change in the proteins. So avoid venison, avoid lamb, avoid chicken, avoid shrimp, uh, um, any chicken or ham or anything like that. The meats that you should, the proteins that you should geared to feed your pet would be turkey and duck, um, crabs, clams, you know, any fish, uh, white fish especially. Uh, rabbits are super cold. Um, alligator meat, poor alligators and turtles, but they are cold. So those are things that you can feed them. Now, when it comes to vegetables and fruits, spinach, broccoli, celery, tomatoes, eggplant, alfalfa, Kelp or seaweed is awesome too. Um, watermelon. It's the summer, perfect summer dessert is watermelon. Give some to your pets. Cucumbers. Give some to your pets. It has a lot of water. If it has a lot of water as a fruit, then you can imagine that it's very cooling. Uh, so even pears, um, strawberries, all of those are mango. You know, it's mango season in the summer. That's a really good one to do. When it comes to grains and beans, millet, brown rice, uh, barley, uh, any wheat flour, or tofu. Tofu is actually a protein, but it's also, I guess, a bean because it, you know, comes from the uh, beans, I guess. Um, but mung beans, mung beans are used in China and in Asia as a summer uh, soup, and it's mung bean soup. It clears the heat. Uh, environmental and internal heat. Uh, so it's a great one, uh, mung beans, to add mung beans. You can cook them and add them to the diet that you're feeding your pet. But if you cannot get any of these, remember that there's other neutral foods. So at least if you cannot cool the animal with the food, at least don't add heat to it. Uh, the ones that I said in earlier, avoid. And then remember there's neutral foods. They're not neither cooling or hot. And that includes pork, beef, uh, salmon, tuna, and uh, mackerel. All of those are um, neutral. They're not neither hot or cold, and it won't hurt, hurt your pet. And, of course, potatoes, apples, cauliflowers, asparagus, all of those are neutral energy. Again, so you can use the energetics of the food in order to help clear a problem. And we have a lot of dissension some amongst TCVM practitioners. Some of them say you got to change the whole food. In my experience, because of necessity, I practice integrated medicine. And sometimes I cannot get the people to change completely the diet. But if they change at least 20 to 25% of the caloric intake, I see benefits immediately. And that often triggers the change to just cooking the food for the pet because they see just how 25% change in the diet makes such a big impact. Well, I hope that I didn't overwhelm you. I think uh, that we cover a lot about the anxiety in pets. I hope that is helpful. And if it does, please share. Share this. Raise awareness. We're heading into summer storms. We're heading into firework season. So let's help those pets out there have a fear-free a holiday and a fear-free summer um, by sharing the Pet Healer podcast um, with your friends. Visit our page, visit our website, and help us carry this passion across all United States and the world. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. And remember that 
From now on, we're going to be uh, downloading every Friday a brand new episodes. So you can be on the lookout for them. Uh, in the meantime, visit our Facebook page, the Pet Healer Podcast page. Uh, we also have our website, thepethealerpodcast.com. And uh, it, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you, and until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, information about this episode came from my book, Alvet, the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahvsinvictorets.com, osavets.com. There's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing. And our Pet Healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.